Well, the Eastern Cape Department of Health has launched an extensive vaccine or vaccination campaign aimed at safeguarding young girls against cervical cancer, with a primary focus on the HPV, the human papilloma virus, uh, a known precursor to cervical cancer. The campaign is set to run until the 20th of March of this year, according to Mkululian Damasi, De- 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 spokesperson for health uh, the, and the MEC, or, of the, or rather of the health department at the MEC. The program has already made a significant impact with over 110 girls benefiting from the vaccination program last year alone. Uh, The spokesperson highlighted the proactive approach of teams visiting schools across the province to administer uh, the vaccination to grade 5 learners, uh, emphasizing the importance of parental consent, stating that parents and guardians must sign consent forms for their children to receive the vaccination and, of course, subsequent hoped protection. Well, George Joining us today is Professor Michael Herbst, a clinical specialist and patient advocate at the Cancer Association of South Africa, or CANSA, Cancer, uh, to share his insights with us. Professor um, Pro- Professor Herbst, Professor Michael Herbst, uh, thank you for joining us and good evening to you. Thank you very much for having me. It's such a lovely evening. Thank you for joining us, Professor. Professor, what motivated the Eastern Cape Department of Health to launch this large-scale vaccination campaign? Elaborate, I mean, what would be their primary objectives and goals of the campaign at the end? Well, you know, the primary objective, as you said in your introduction, is really to reduce the incidence of cervical cancer. And the importance is that we have to start as early as possible with the young children before they become sexually active. Because once they've become sexually active, they will have been in contact with the human papilloma virus. And then the vaccine is not as effective as when we give the vaccine to children before they become sexually active. Then we really get the best reaction The only pity, you know, as far as I'm concerned, is that we haven't got the money to also vaccinate the boys. And uh, you will ask me now why boys don't get uh, cervical cancer. No, definitely not. But boys, men, carry the human papilloma virus. So, you know, it's important that we should hopefully one day in South Africa also vaccinate the boys. Australia has been doing it for a long time. Uh, Most of the states in the United States are doing it. Europe uh, are also vaccinating boys already. Professor Herbst, I mean, uh, this is, of course, you know, new to to many of us here in South Africa uh, because there hasn't been the culture of vaccinating, you know, boys as well. But, I mean, uh, it's, of course, as important to make sure that both genders are, in fact, uh, uh, you know, protected from, uh, you know, from, from the particular virus. And ultimately, the boys, I'm assuming, give it over to the girls. Yes. You see, the, the, the thing is, we have to start somewhere. And I think it's a good start to start with with the girls because cervical cancer is a preventable uh, condition if the girls are protected from getting into contact with the human papilloma virus. And if they again then get into contact with it, they've been vaccinated and they will not develop cervical cancer eventually. But we must remember that the human papilloma virus does not only cause uh, cervical cancer. 
It also causes oropharyngeal, that means head and neck cancers of the throat, of the nasal passages. It's also responsible for cancer of the anal region. It is also responsible for uh, penile cancer, that is cancer of the penis. So really, but we have to start somewhere. And I think cervical cancer is the ideal place to start. But I think South Africa has come a long enough distance with doing uh, the uh, human papillomavirus vaccination that we should start considering introducing the program to boys as well. Then we have covered both genders and we know that a much better fight against the the awful diseases, the cancers that can be caused by the human papillomavirus. Uh, Professor, when it comes to, of course, vaccination, be it against the HPV or other, uh, you know, related um, diseases, the measles, etc. Uh, you know, if you could underscore the importance of also uh, community education and community engagement, that you need to know what the disease does, what it's all about to understand the significance and the gravity of it. So even though you, you may be afforded a level of protection, your knowledge about it should also remain community engagement and general knowledge about uh, one's own health. You know, I think we should get you to become involved with the activities of the Cancer Association. You exactly on the spot, you know what you're talking about and what you're saying is so true. And this is a major task that cancer has is to educate the public about, uh, well, of course, in this instance now, cervical cancer, and the human papillomavirus and the link between the two, but also to be able to know signs and symptoms so that we can, the moment that anything is noticed that is different today in one's body from what it was yesterday, last week, or last month, that we must recognize it and go for early detection. Go to a health professional because early detection uh, helps for early diagnosis and early diagnosis uh, really improves the outcome of the treatment and saves lives. You know, when it comes to, of course, sustainability and, of course, the long-term view and long-term, um, you know, um, uh, ob- objectives with regards to any vaccination program, including this one taking place in the Eastern Cape, uh, is this particular one, Professor, to your knowledge, being accompanied with some sort of a uh, long-term impact that is the vaccination program effective years from now? Has it now yielded its desired results? so that for the purposes of data and for the purposes of information keeping, we may use this here as some sort of a template or a prototype. Absolutely. And you know, it's really within a few years after initiating the program of uh, HPV vaccination that we already see the impact. Because, you know, we give it, as you mentioned in the introduction as well, to girls at the moment in South Africa uh, when they are in grade five. Now, normally, uh, somebody would really start developing cervical cancer uh, normally not uh, earlier than with age about 30 because we know that the effect of the human papillomavirus 
is really a slow process. And uh, But the moment that these children are in their late 20s and early 30s, they are protected. And the incidence of uh, cervical cancer it really just drops at, it, dramatically. And you can see the effect and the influence of the human papilloma uh, vaccination. Absolutely life-saving. Hmm. Finally, um, you know, Professor, um, um, you know, when it comes to, of course, hesitancy and, and, and vaccination, uh, this is, of course, the choice of an individual, whether to be vaccinated or not, parents, etc. It's a, it, it's in many parts of the world, cultural, it's personal, whatever, you know, an individual does regarding their health is really up to them. But have you noticed that the hesitancy to vaccinate has, in fact, decreased? And there are certain vaccinations, like your measles, like the HPV, that people are beginning to understand the necessity of uh, of community vaccination. No, you are correct. We are definitely seeing uh, less hesitancy, especially in South Africa. But we must not rest in our laurels because the anti-vaccine lobbies outside, there are people who really spend every second of their lives uh, telling uh, uh, stories about the negative uh, impact of the various vaccines. You know, people talk about autism and heaven knows what all other conditions they can in the imagination think up. And that increases hesitancy because people become unsure of who should I believe? And that places such a responsibility. And there I must praise you for bringing the message to the people that there is a human papillomavirus vaccine and it saves millions of lives every year throughout the world. And I want to praise you for the responsibility and the accountability that you've accepted to assist us in spreading the importance of human papillomavirus vaccination. Hmm. Finally, uh, Professor, of course, this is the program out there in the Eastern Cape. To your knowledge, um, uh, you know, such vaccination programs headed to other parts of the country, especially the rural parts of South Africa. And it's really throughout all nine provinces, but we do, of course, know that it is much more difficult to enter into the rural and the far rural areas because there we have a problem of many illiterate parents who do not understand uh, the child coming home with a document to sign. And unfortunately, if the parents do not sign consent, the child will not receive the vaccine. And, And that is a problem in rural and far rural areas, more so than we see in peri-urban and urban areas. Professor Michael Herbst, uh, thank you so much for joining us uh, to join into this uh, discussion. And um, have a good evening, Professor uh, Michael, and a good after- and, and a good, uh, good weekend ahead of you. Lovely evening to all you and your listeners. Professor Michael Herbst, clinical specialist and patient advocate at the uh, the Cancer, the South African uh, Association of uh, South Africa, sharing his insights with regards to the campaign underway in the Eastern Cape uh, with regards to the HPV, the human papilloma virus.